Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 200 of Forever Exiled. Bring on the bubbly. Yeah, we said it'd be a hot tub, a hot tub uh, podcast. So, you know, we're just going to step on into the hot tub for a little bit. And so, you know, you don't get to enjoy the visual, but both obviously fully nude. And, uh, you know, you'd want it. You remember those commercials? What was that from? Um, that's, uh, it's, is it Cheese Whiz? It sounds I very sexual. Cheese Whiz. Oh, it was. It was awesome. But like, it would be like, it's gotta be a 90s. A teen being like, it was, oh, it was a total commercial. Yeah, yeah, from the 90s. And there was be like a teen who's being just a total prick, you know, the stereotypical, like, rebellion teen kind of thing. And they're at the grocery store with their mom. And then, all of a sudden the mom's like getting ready to buy or just finishes buying the cheese whiz and he like takes it instead of going in the car to him going home with her in the car he takes it he's like skateboards all the way home and when she finally gets home with the groceries he's already eating it and it's like you know you want it it's funny because i don't see commercials anymore i wouldn't even know commercials now but uh yeah commercials yeah i kind of miss them like i don't actually want to watch them but uh they Oh, there's some hilarious ones, man, funny. that we rewind a ton and laugh at. They're mm -hmm. good. Anyway, uh, thanks, everybody. Like, really a big thank you, episode 200. It's very cool how many people hang out with us and listen. And uh, we're, we're, we're proud of what we've made, and it's fun to do. So thank you for listening and hanging out with us. Uh, big shout out to our patrons, obviously. You guys rock. Thank you for the resubs this week. And uh, Patreon gets you access to After Dark, our podcast after the podcast, and uh, sticker card in the mail all that good stuff and this week is not going to be two and a half hours long i am certain of it <laughs> <laughs> i uh yeah and and we're back to our normal recording plan here we're in our own places oh i mean in the hot tub uh but there's not going to be any um you know mic handling oh did you listen to last week's episode i know it's yep did i did i knew it would drive oh, you nuts yeah i, yeah, I don't know how i, I don't know it, how but... like annoying it is to other people but for me from just the audio side it was it was tough to edit i didn't listen to the whole episode through afterwards but yeah it was it was a little tough because there was there's only so much you can do you know when we're getting handsy and yeah. uh it was probably all you all your fault probably but you know what it was a fun episode 199 i i gotta say 200 is very cool uh we haven't done anything crazy big like we've done in the past and a big reason for that for me personally is because 199 <laughs> crushed me it was so tiring i i uh i didn't want to think about anything uh podcast or path of exile for a couple days after well, that. you had a two and a half hour after dark and two and a half hours of the normal episode and you had to do them in the tightest time yeah, we've frame never possible had that because we know because we have we we like to have them out at a certain time on our Sunday morning, but by the time ExileCon was finished, like we did everything we could in our creative, uncreative brains to try and get it so that we were finished at an appropriate time for you. But you you nailed it, so good job, Jess. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was a cool experience. It was a lot of fun to do. Uh, but yeah, I was I was uh, not even thinking about two hundred after that. Two hundred was <laughs> years away at that point, but. It was fun. We had a good time. And uh, again, thanks everybody for helping us make 200 200. It's very cool. Uh, how was your week? Mon frere? I had a great week, man. Like it was obviously really exciting to have Exile Con and like just the biggest news that we've had since Exile Con, the first one, and PoE2 was announced and 
sure it came with its its ups and downs in terms of the release date and then what that did for the emotion throughout but at the end of the day especially in retrospect it was such an exciting time as a path of exile nerd and that kind of like monopolize my brain quite a lot you know just like all the different things i'm thinking about and of course discord's a lot busier than it would be at like the down period of a league and so so many people are having conversations about if ands or buts either about 322 or about you know what's coming for path of xl 1 and 2 in the future so it was a lot of fun it definitely revolved around a lot of that but i had uh so busy man this summer's been so busy i just need some downtime and it sucks because like next week we're going to a Soyuz. I feel like oh, it's just you? been wow. nonstop. Busy, 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 busy. And now now we're going to Soyuz for, for five days. And I just, I don't like nothing. I'm not, I don't want to go, but it's not because of what we're going to. It's just, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just want some time to myself now. So anyway, this week it was like with the kids and I, we started, we went back and to swimming. And so we went to the rec center and had a great time. We went to the zoo this week. I uh, was about three weeks of not mowing my lawn because of, you know, going camping and then going to the Jays game and then all the other stuff that we had lined up. So it was about three weeks. My grass was crazy long, but my Ryobi crushed it. One charge, 500 square meters. It was awesome. Are you watering your lawn so, yeah, right it now? it was pretty sweet. Nope. It's still growing? No, I don't care though? about it. Wow. Um, the backyard yeah. is because the backyard really doesn't need to be watered because it gets so much shade and sun. Mm -hmm. We have evergreens only on one side, so that morning dew stays until, like, I can't mow that back lawn until mid-afternoon just because of how wet the lawn is. Even in, like, the dead heat of the summer, we've had one rainy day in, like, two months. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just been nonstop mid-20s weather or mid-20s sun or close to 30s. So, yeah. yeah, so anyway, it's been very dry, but my back lawn, it's... It gets the perfect amount of moisture That's and like sun just too. from yeah. the dew. Front yard, so, not so much. Uh, <laughs> my front yard doesn't look like I've been putting any effort into it at all. So uh, I decided that I'm going to do things a bit different next year. The I probably decided this last year too, but I forgot. So hopefully I remember for next year. But I'm just going to cut my front lawn on the highest uh, mower setting. The second highest. The, the highest one's like, you know, you 20 will not run it over, yep. <laughs> <laughs> right but the next one down which is i think at three and three quarter inches and so i'll just keep it nice and tall and hopefully that'll that'll work i don't really want to play the watering game like i was earlier this year and you know where we live i have to wake up at like six in the morning because we we have like water restrictions once our water sources you know like we have <laughs> <laughs> there's like you know restrictions level one restrictions level two it depends on you know how low our water sources are so there's only certain days and certain times of the week you're allowed right. to water your lawn. I'm not going to bother with that anymore, so I'm just going to let Mother Nature do it. So I'm just going to keep it nice and tall. And uh, but it's going to be good. Like I, I had a lot of fun with it and I did a lot of gardening as well. A lot of stuff that needed to get done so that it wouldn't get, you know, fighting some morning glory. Well, it's not some morning glory. Our neighbor does not control their yard at all. And their whole house is just they're everything's covered in morning glory and it's such a chore to keep it off my property and i just haven't been able to do it mm. it's been too busy of a summer and now it's starting to overlap we have almost like a wall of maybe 12 foot tall lilacs on the one side of our property it's eating them alive and it's so tough to kill and get rid of and it's starting to spread into the neighbor behind us like so from my neighbor on the one side through our yard going into now the neighbor that we have on the back side of our property and I actually went over when we were delivering papers and I'm like, 
she was doing gardening outside in her front yard. And I'm like, listen, I just want to let you know, I'm not being apathetic. Like I'm really trying to control the morning glory. And yeah. So anyway, but it's been a lot of fun. It's just been a lot of work and I wish that I could have some time off, but we're going to a Soyuz soon. It'll be a fun time in a Soyuz, but for me, time off isn't right going somewhere. It's hmm? on fire right now. Yeah, we might not be able to go. Mm-hmm. We not, might, might not be able to go. Both sides of the uh, location that we want to go in a Soyuz are surrounded by big, big forest fires. fires yeah. So maybe we won't go, but maybe we will. Hmm. Anyway, did you have a week? I'm assuming it was quite busy because of uh, all the stuff that you put aside for ExileCon, but how it was, was your week? just work. Yeah, it was a lot of work. And then we had my daughter's sixth birthday. So that was fun. We took her, we always take our kids out for lunch on their birthdays, my wife and I. We've just always done that since my oldest was in kindergarten. So we always just take them one-on-one, well, the two of us and them. So she got to pick where to go for lunch and what pick kids pick for lunch is hilarious. Uh, so we <laughs> we went out for lunch and then, yeah, it was, it was fun. It's, it was, um, I didn't get to spend as much time with them as I'd wanted to, but you know, we still got my wife's cousin from Chile living with us. She's here for one more week. And so they've, been hanging out a lot and doing stuff but otherwise it was yeah it was just work i played a minecraft a bit with uh people from our discord for our what is it called craft exile minecraft server so that's been fun and other than that i i yeah that's literally been it i i have not really like I, i'm glad you got some notes and you had some time to think about at least a little bit about it because i haven't even thought about path of exile besides bex leaving which we're going to get into and then anything i caught up on discord I, uh, I, I, yeah, it was, it was not much of a path of exile week for me. So it was good though. The week was good and totally this weekend should be, uh, a little bit, a little bit chiller, but yeah, it's good. Cool. Well, why don't we bring up Bex leaving now? You brought it up. Oh, sorry. It's, I skipped uh, a, I skipped a beat. No, it's no problem at all. It's nice. Um, I mean, very happy for her. congratulations, Bex. I mean, I don't know if that was a I mean, obviously, it's a big decision. I don't know if it was a difficult decision or not, but that's awesome that you at least got to get to 10 years and you got to experience an exile con because she missed the last one. She was and at the so, first one. I, I saw her say that she missed it, but she was there. My son met her. She was at a a, a table um, signing with Chris, so maybe she didn't get to go to all of it. I'm not really sure, but she was she was there. Mm. But anyway, well, Congratulations on such a big decision, and uh, you're going to be obviously very, very missed. The community absolutely loves you, and we think you were fantastic, and wish you the best. Yeah, I think it's cool. I, obviously, she's moving on to something new and exciting, which is cool for her. I think that's a, a lot of fun, a big, big move, too, from you know the role that she played and where she is with GGG. I am not... I'm not envious of GGG or the next person that comes into that role. I assume because she they have a team, right? So I assume there's probably somebody that steps up into that role versus them bringing somebody new into that role. But for them to have to try and hire someone in that role when she has the notoriety that she has within the community is really tough for them to find somebody. And then for that person to come into that role who's filling those boots is a really tough spot to get into. So... I'm not envious of either because like the thing is too, when uh, for that role, like her, what did they call community manager is what the role is actually called. You're dealing with like some of the greatest people in the world and some of the stupidest people in the world. Like it's a, there's a, there's just a huge gap of people that you, that you deal with. And I'm not talking just specifically to path of exile. So calm down before somebody starts messaging me and like, 
I'm not saying just specifically that some path of exile has some of the stupidest people in the world. I'm just talking about people that can get onto the internet. Just in general. Yeah, so yeah. you have great people who love the game, which I do think is probably the primary group of people, but you also have very loud people, unfortunately, that are not. So that's a tough role to jump into, especially when you're filling the boots of someone who's done it for so long and so well. So yeah, congrats to Ben. And with so much happening now too, right? Yeah, because there's true. so much... I mean, you obviously want somebody that's been with the company already for quite a while, and they probably already have somebody in mind. Mm -hmm. There's probably already somebody that's been groomed or whatever the situation is, but or having multiple people. Remember when who is that guy from CBC that left and then they ended up replacing him with four, I don't four remember. journalists instead of one? Mm -hmm. He's huge. He's huge. But clearly, I mean, neither of us know who he is. Oh, Cronkite. Well, it's got to be that guy, right? Who? <laughs> that's a good news name. Hi, I'm Ron Cronkite. Yeah. Who left? The only person CBC I can think of from news when I back watched it like years was ago was Tony Parsons. Remember replaced. Tony Parsons? Oh, I do. That's the only one I can remember. I don't know any of the news people. But while Tyler's looking that up, congrats, Bex. I uh, I wish you luck. I think Peter that's... Mansbridge. Oh, thank you for interrupting. That was very rude. But uh, congrats. Pete, well, what were you saying? I was listening to Bex. Yes, congratulations, Bex. Uh, but also, Peter Mansbridge. <laughs> you're fantastic, Bex. We love you very much, and we really hope that you're just smiling nonstop from this point forward. Yeah, have fun in whatever you're doing. You're going to be missed, and good luck to whoever's filling that role. Yeah, Peter Mansbridge. There we go. We figured it out. Was replaced, left, was amazing, and then was replaced by four people doing his job. Mm. I think it probably so is that's easier what they'll to have do with a Bex. team than an individual but i do feel like most places do have like that one individual that's then backed by a team so you can't have four people clogging up that meeting room still got to be one person you know yeah well anyway it'll be interesting to see what they do but that's a big move for her especially at this time like there's so much happening yeah. within the game so but good timing too right i mean ggg we're well maybe we'll get she into heard it, they the don't date even have for the release of, of poe2 and was like nope <laughs> No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> That's right. She's like, oh, what? Yeah, she was not sitting, far away. Are you, you didn't tell me, me this. <laughs> yeah, right. Like she wouldn't know. Yeah. But still, yeah, no, that'd be pretty funny. But yeah, no, now these people that are showing up, I mean, this is Bex's last week mm -hmm. coming up and they don't have like they were opting to record their own or I guess edit the Twitch video as opposed to have their own content because they haven't they don't have anything on youtube yet which i think is oh, kind of crazy weird. why not like just throw they're, the whole they're thing gonna up? go back well they have both like 10 ish hour oh do you mean like shorter Twitch things like hey have. here's our dev yeah. thing here oh yeah yeah, yeah they only have the pre-recorded well e e but even to not have it hire someone i don't know i don't know like i guess they're taking their twitch footage and doing it as opposed to um their, their own, own their own thing stuff, yeah. or their own recording camera or whatever i don't know it just it seems like a long time after already you know what i mean mm. and uh because i've been looking for videos i want to do it and it's like contrary to hype to have like these videos available a week or two after the convention yeah, yeah. right yep which uh respect broccoli and i on twitch last night we're joking around that it's called dodge roll convention because that was like the main subject of the entire thing. Every panel was like, but dodge roll, but dodge roll, but dodge roll. But you can do this with dodge roll, but they're small projectiles, but dodge roll. So it's funny. Mm. Calling the next game dodge roll instead of Path of Exile 2. Yeah, it's cool. All right, what do we got? Let's, let's start racking through these ideas and stuff that Ty's brought up. Well, um, there was actually some patches, just. Oh, was there? Okay. Yeah, there were four PC patches. Okay, cool. 
I didn't even open your, your things for those because I was like, I don't care. Patches, right. who cares? We're not getting 322 yet, so. Well, they replaced Path of Exile's particle system with Path of Exile 2's GPU-based system. Oh, that actually could be nice if it means that my CPU, it's not so heavy on the CPU because PoE is pretty mm -hmm. bad for that. And then they added a new triple buffering graphics option. Triple buffering. Enabling this. Give <laughs> <Yeah>. me <laughs> <laughs> what'll kill me. Back and take it off, off just a little bit. bit. Mm -hmm. uh, enabling this can offer better frame rate stability. Cool. And is recommended for slower GPUs. And then there are now four VSync graphics options. Off, locked, fast, and adaptive. Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was one. Uh, then there were all actually a bunch of bug fixes out of nowhere. Not a bunch, but like 10 to 15 stuff about like destroying items on the display case hideout or a rare bug that would cause people to be not moved properly or something to do with ancestor war chief. So hmm. anyway, yeah, but it was all based on that. But it was interesting because out of nowhere, and this was just before XLCon, maybe a week before, I think all of a sudden path of XL got like this big five or eight gig patch yeah it's still waiting People for wondering what's going it. on and it was and so they need to come out with some stuff because there was some systems that it just was running very poorly on so they came out with some fixes for that as well cool yep and then they added support for the upcoming um support packs that we talked about for 322 last week mm -hmm. sweet yeah, and then in terms of announcements this week from Path of Exile's side, of course, Bex had her own announcement. That wasn't an official GGG thing. That just came from her own Twitter about herself. And we're all very excited for her. Um, there was an XLCon recap. Uh, there was the conversation of if Crucible is going core. And the answer was a very short no. There's aspects of it that they really like. But uh, they'll see, of course, like the generic language, we'll see about bringing that back in a different way at another time after we've finished making all of our videos for XLCon 2. Hmm, cool. So anyway, Crucible uh, is not going core, but and I, I'm fine with that, though. I think that suits the game much more than a MOBA. I think Crucible suits the game much more than we haven't played it yet. a roguelike. I think Crucible, well, just in general, what the league was like. All it is is like it's just more monsters right in the middle of where you are and it adds another pa passive tree like it, it all just suits the ARPG better than tower defense or a MOBA or a roguelike. So um, whether I would add it as is probably not, but I really hope that item passive trees do come back. Not as strong, not anywhere near as strong, something that's complementative, but definitely not overpowered. And I would like it, to see it would be really cool to be underpowered to and no negatives, like wickedly underpowered, but no negatives. I don't want to deal yes. with the whole bullshit of like, this has now wrecked my item. Right. So, yeah, no, that I totally agree. So, but I think I just think it just suits Path of Exile so much that once you've introduced passive trees on items, yeah, sure. it has to come back. Hopefully. Like, yeah, passive trees for everything. This is the only thing that's missing, except for maybe passive trees on a gem. <laughs> the, the passive trees actually are, is a cool idea, too, once you get into PoE 2, where the gems are different. Like, the way that, you know, it's not the same anymore as, like, oh, I can't, you know, I've wrecked this bow and it was six-linked. That's not a problem in PoE 2. So then the passive tree mm -hmm. can become another reason to be looking to upgrade or change your, your gear out. So it would fit well in that. Yeah. And then um, I totally agree. Yep. 
And then they updated their recently asked questions to be specific to, so they just completely wiped the page and they made it specific to um, the new stuff. Trials of the Ancestors. Uh, yeah, and, and, and honestly, wasn't much in there. They said that um, Friday New Zealand time is when we can expect patch notes for the new league. And then there was just generic questions like, are we going to get teasers? Hmm. When are the XLCon videos coming? Wait, so the, t- the patch notes will come out before we record next week then? Should? The yeah, before. they're a day ahead of us. So the their Friday is our Thursday. Cool. So we'll have, uh, we'll have something to talk about. And BK will be joining us for 201. So awesome. Looking forward to it. Excellent. That's cool. What else? Let's move into your stuff, right? Are we into your stuff now? Sounds good. Yeah, we can. Oh, so you know how I was talking about for our, our merch store having a cool slogan that was, I think I was talking about this in After Dark, but I was trying to come up with just like a. I have no idea how I didn't think of this before, but I'm so thankful that somebody helped out because I was trying to think of uh, uh, an interesting, like just a really short sentence that would incorporate like lawn work with Ray class or Path of Exile or something. And so I was coming up with a whole oh. bunch of different ideas. We were talking about. What? I'm understanding that comment now. I was lost. I'm sorry, you finished your sentence, but I just saw what you you put in our notes. And this is from AD 198. Yeah, so, okay. okay. Sorry. So I'm trying to think of a lawn related, very short sentence or phrase that would be able to combine something Path of Exile that Path of Exile people would know, whether it be Ray class, whether it be like uh, a phrase that one of the classes has used often or anything like that and incorporate it to lawn mowing. So it would be, you know, the phrase would incorporate Path of Exile and Forever Exiled quite well. And so my apologies for not saying this properly. It's Ninja Robot. But Toe... Oh, okay. Hi, Ninja Robot. I think that's so what it is because to- that's what it is backwards. Oh, you sneaky. But it's spelled Toborangnin. So yep. Ninja Robot, you sneaky. Anyway, they come up with Tala Moana. Okay, that's and amazing. Obvi- uh, it's it really is. clever. When I read it's- that, though, see, I don't... When we do our episodes, I very rarely listen back to them just because it's, I've spent so much time editing them. Now I get them out and it's moving on to the next one. So I don't often hear... Yeah, so when people reference... don't make time to wipe your bum. Yep. When people reference stuff in them, it's really hard. Sometimes I have to message Tyler and be like, what, what are they talking about? What did we say? Like, what happened? I saw that comment and I was like, Huh, I don't, I don't understand it, but cool. <laughs> like I didn't get it now. So, it makes so much sense. That's awesome. So thank you very much for. I can't believe honestly. Like I'm not trying to downgrade the comment. I just can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's very like clever. I say Talamoana sometimes on like my uh, on other things, and it's even like part of like logins or funny things that I do with Godville or anything like that. And it's so it's hilarious that I didn't think of it. But I'm so glad that Tobo or Ninja Robot. That's awesome. Did mention it, that so thank you very suggestion. much. I appreciate it, and it is it it it's it's gonna work. It's going on. I'm so bad that and I didn't even like you commented on it, and was, we were like, "That's great," or "That's a, yeah, what a, a great, of course," or blah blah blah. And I was like, "Man, I don't know what they're talking about." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Now back to uh, the Dodge Roll convention. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that you and I were joking around that they had the convention a year early mm-hmm. and they should have had it next year and then just cooperate that with the release of their um their beta and have more available you know have more classes available have, which we did find I out mean, the skill have, tree was grayed out purposefully yep so and but then even just silly. have things like pardon me i think that's silly hmm. 
Well, people can get a lot of information from that kind of stuff it's with how they go about it. Their skill tree is the game. Like that's right. literally the difference to I them. Hear but you. anyway, and then you have, um, you know, and they didn't have a lot of the classes uh, available. They didn't even have the shape shifting, which was like their one of their biggest selling points per se of the first four years ago ExileCon, mm -hmm. and then. They weren't even using monster mods for Path of Excel 2. They were using Path of Excel mods from, and it actually bit them in the butt a couple times because it just showed the frustration of some of the users while they were doing the gameplay. So, despite the fact that we thought that it was like a year too early, quote unquote, I'm still very glad that they had a big deal or a big convention. I'm, I'm thankful they had it, whether it was good for them to do it or not, because before all we had was hopes you know what i mean like it's four years away so now we have like an official guideline basically for what to expect in the game you know what i mean like we know this is now we're we're a year away from closed beta like very little is going to change now right especially because how we were talking about in the previous exocon episode they're doing things in a linear matter right like they're going from like one act at a time but they're also going like one item at a time you know or one mechanic or convention at a time like they've gone through currency but they haven't even gone through all currency they haven't even discussed val orbs and how those are going to work they're still i mean the comment when div cards were brought up was that they could probably be in the game i don't see why they shouldn't but they haven't even talked about it and that on a separate subject is crazy to me because they had like that's paid content well you and i talked about people. that during the event and i'm i'm kind of on the other side like that is paid content but it was also path of xl1 so like if but they told the but the promise GGG always said that they would always just make the one game and always update it. And so when people pour in 500 or $1000 for a product, they know that's going to be in the game forever. I don't know. I, then, I disagree. I don't think that that was the case. I don't think it was ever promised as if like the, it will always be one game and all content will always carry over. I I just don't think that that was the case and I I do think it's reasonable to assume that if they create path of xl2 that some of that content doesn't carry over i do like div cards i hope that some stuff carries over but i do understand that some of it won't and i would bet that a lot of people who you know did design stuff would probably be fine with that it's been in the game for quite a long time and it's it still will maintain itself within path of xl1 it just may not carry over to two well in the first xl con they were talking about people's paid products that they have paid items whether it's uniques or div cards or whatever and they're like yeah we have to have them people paid and they have the expectation that's going to be in but now that you're separating the game in a way they can keep that promise because they're planning on keeping path of xl1 running but to me that's kind of like a cheap shot if i've spent that much money like i was asking in our discord for people that have recently put money towards actually having an item in the game and they weren't that concerned about the individual suit the yeah, Su Suzu was one that replied and they said that they weren't that concerned about it because they'll like GGG will likely just reach out to them and be like, hey, listen, can't bring your product over to PoE2. What can we do? And then like they'll work together with the creators to try and come up with something for the new game. So that that does make sense. And I really hope that happens because for me with the original what was originally said at the first ExileCon along with the mentality that GGG always had until recently about separating the games. If I was to spend that much money, it was because it's going to be in the game forever. Whether it's a good item or not doesn't matter, whether it's included in filters or not. But 
Yeah, but the argument, so, anyway, I, I, I mean, was you're, you're kind of making both arguments because it is still in the game. So I, I don't know. It'll be tough to see. It's not like it's leaving Path of Exile 1. And I'd... Well, but that's, yeah, that's the problem, though. Well, it is a new game. It's a different game. So I, that's where I draw a distinction. But I will say I don't actually, like for me, I don't see myself jumping back to PoE 1. But I have to say, from a lot of stuff I've read, I don't totally get it. I think people are maybe being a little bit too dramatic right now about some of the stuff with regards to PoE 2. Um, a lot of people seem to think that they're going to continue playing PoE 1. I think their reasoning for that currently is unfounded. They go like, well, it's slow, or they changed this, they changed that, I'm always going to play. So maybe people will still be continuously playing PoE 1, but I think it's, I think it's a tough spot for them to be in, because if something doesn't fit, I wouldn't want them to force it in. So I, I, don't, I, I don't really know where I fall on that one, but I do see the distinction between the two different games and the fact that the, the items will still remain in PoE 1. And... You know, if you wanted to use that specific unique or that idea or whatever, maybe you had to be playing in that build in, in PoE 1. So I hear yeah. you. I just, it's just uh, companies have been sued for less. I, I don't think that there's so, any risk of them being sued on this. I don't know. It just seems like it was two separate promises on this side. And now that the game is getting separated to me, in my mind, from a legal standpoint, you have to keep that content. Well, from a legal standpoint, to find half the stuff they said at Path uh, at XLCon One <laughs> isn't coming through to XLCon no, Two. No, but there's still wording that comes with like when you when you buy and you spend that money and then you get that item in the game. So anyway, I just hope it's fine, and I hope that people that have put their money towards it are comfortable with it. It was just when I heard that Jonathan being iffy about div cards that really surprised me. I expected it to be like, yeah, they have to like just like XL Call One, like yeah, they have to be in the game. It's paid content by users. We told them that it would be. So I was very surprised that Path of Exile Two being a separate game also included all that. Like it it, it provided an extremely clear perspective that they are starting from the ground up on everything. And part of me was like, maybe they're only keeping Path of Exile One going because of those promises of keeping those items in the game forever. Yeah, I think I think there probably will be some people that just prefer Path of Exile 1 and I my my bigger concern with Path of Exile 1 continuing is just the idea of them maintaining it and still being able to keep up the quality in PoE 2. So, we'll see. Yeah, no, it's true because ever since they came out with their new mentality of quality first, which I, I guess should have always existed, but once that happened in Heist, right, and they started going quality first with everything, they were still working on Path of Exile 2 this whole time. And so they haven't actually got been at a point where since that new mentality started, where they've only been working on the one game. But so, from the numbers they talked about at, at ExileCon, the amount of human beings working on PoE 1 is tiny. Tiny, it tiny, tiny, like it's tiny. like a group of three. Yeah, yeah, it's like really small. So especially compared to what's on two. So they've done a really good job of, of PoE one and getting good leagues and good content. They've been relatively like glitch. You know, they're not super buggy. So I, fe I feel like they've done a pretty good job. I think there's some credit to yeah. them for sure. I'm just curious how long does that keep going? If PoE one stops making you money in the sense that people aren't buying. Well, that's kind of weird because now they're going to both match. So. I don't know. I'm not sure. Guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if PoE one eventually stops getting updates and it's just supported online. I still like feel like they should have just done that. Just turned it into standard. It's just a, a standard yeah. game. Yeah, sure. MTX can carry across, like keep it up like that. But whatever. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, it, we'll we'll see. But my point was about GGG not 
actually having just supported their game completely because they've been working on Path of Exile 2 for so long. I meant that in a positive light. Like now they're going to have all those people that have been making the game actually be able to sit down and support both games. It'll feel like they've they've tripled their employees, you know what I mean? Because they'll have all those people that are actually working on improving an existing game as opposed to creating something from scratch. Do you mean once it's done? Like in a year and a half when it's all actually done? Yeah, okay. Right. Then all of a sudden, all those people are split up into all their normal roles again, and it's... I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Very well supported, including both. But I guess originally I was saying I'm very thankful that they had an exile con because now we have guidelines. We know what it's going to look like, right? We know the skills, how the skill system is going to work for the most part. We know how items are. Well, we actually know very little about items, but we have so much more definitive to talk about and to know about. There's a lot less hoping and dreaming about, wow, I really hope they do this or I really hope they do that. There's things are a lot more concrete now and it's a lot easier to have discussions about Path of Exile 2 because of everything we were shown and discussed. And uh, I'm so at the end of the day, even if they might have another convention next year, I'm very happy that they had a convention. Uh, It answered despite the fact that I have 20 more 20 times more questions than I did from the beginning of the convention. I a lot of my questions have been answered. And as a diehard fan, uh, that's great. Well, and you, excited. you at least get a direction, which was cool. And the convention is so cool. Like yes. it's so we again, Path of Exile or sorry, ExileCon one never had some expectation of some big announcement. It was just this big convention that had never happened before. So if they continue doing ExileCons, I think that that'll be really cool. And it will maybe put less of a question mark in my head as to like, why did they do this one? If they do another one in a couple of years, I don't it's not a yearly thing. That's crazy. It's way too much. But if that becomes an every like two to four year thing then then this one maybe makes a little bit more sense um just don't let chris talk beforehand because i'll say it as many times as i fucking want don't tell people to go home period that was weird that they didn't like just fix that and just say like hey listen the original idea was 320 as a reminder it was for 322 yeah 322 got delayed so we're excited yep go play yeah yeah, but I, it, I I do think that XLCon in general is such a cool event, and you know, like a couple of our patrons and people on Discord went and had a blast. And yes, there was that like sticker shock of like what <laughs> that long away for a closed beta. But the event itself is incredible. It's such a cool event. So yeah, well, I, I'm we glad had did Professor too. Butts mention uh, on After Dark comments that it was like the worst silence and reaction that you could get from a crowd sure like it was like when they announced that date there it was like nobody expected the worst possible news for that date and that yet there it was and so you have such a stunned uncomfortable unexcited bored silence and it takes some time of course to get over that but like that's that sucks when you're like in there and you're expecting a cheer and then it's like Oh, just like the silent thud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was probably but, their own fault. They kind of built it up, unfortunately. But I, I realistically, whenever they come out with PoE2 is going to be good because then PoE2 will come out in a good state. It's just that there was yeah. this uh, maybe slightly unfair, but par- mostly their fault expectation that something new was coming, was going to be announced and that we would certainly have a much closer date. So in the end, I agree with you. I think the XLCon event was awesome. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, yeah. And people are going to have no expectations for any convention coming forward. Right. Like if people, they're going to be like, 
we are going to announce the release date of Path of Exile 2. It's going to be one week after the next convention and people are going to be like, I wonder when Path of Exile 2 is coming out. Yeah, you know, I like just, nobody's going to believe them. They're just going to go for the just environment. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know what? That's the best way to go about it. Now, we were talking about PE one and I'm surprised like in our discord, there's quite a lot of people on Reddit. There's quite a lot of people. I'm surprised how many people say they're glad path. Oh, POV one. Look at that. Hey, making my Google Google notes with my voice. Sorry, voice typing with my Google notes. Um, I'm surprised how many people are glad that POE one is staying on and they expect to play Path of Exile one more. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. And POE two. I know, I know, but it's a surprising thing to me. I think it's do I, you. Uh, but my honest opinion, and I know people are probably going to just not be super thrilled with me saying it. I think they're being babies. I think they're looking at POE two and just going. It's not what I expected. It's not how I expected to run. They're taking the they're taking the versions of what we saw in PoE two and saying that this is the finished product. This is the end game product. Uh, you know, maybe a couple streamers said it felt slow. Whatever, whatever the case is, and then just using that as their determining factor. I think it's I think it's way 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 too early to be like no, not touching PoE two. It's not for me. I think that's crazy. We're a year and a bit out or a year from a closed beta, probably a year and a half before the game actually comes out. We never saw anything end game. We never saw anything with built up gear, with skill trees at all, with normally tuned monsters, with proper monster affixes like we, we, we really did not see much. So to be like, no, this game's just not for me is bonkers. That's insane to me. Like, but but that it's sometimes this path effects all human beings like. They're, they're, that's, that's just not the, the only type that's not the only attitude that's there though like there's a lot of people that are saying that they're very excited for path of exile 2 they know they're going to get burned out and then they're going to play path of exile 1 because they're going to be on that's different shifting schedules sure and then but see i'm the kind of player where like if you asked me to play age of empires 3 i'd say no because we have age of empires 4 right when you if you if if you wanted if you asked me if we were going to play battle for middle earth i'd be like sure let's play the second one not the first one like to me once path of xl2 comes out that's the only game i'm gonna play yeah i'm not gonna bother i get the that there's one. different people that will go back to it because the thing is you're gonna have builds and, and stuff that's only available in poe1 and if you're used to that feeling then i get it i just think i think that actually what you just explained is a reasonable response to be like yeah i'm gonna play path of xl2 and if i get burned out at least then i have something else to go to because it will be different there will be different builds different ascendancies potentially different skills whatever i won't that's not my feeling like i'm not going to go back and play path of xl1 when 2 comes out so i get what you just said that kind of makes sense to me i think that i could understand that i just can't understand the people who are just already shutting off poe2 hmm. and and saying that they're only going to play which i have seen quite a few people commenting on in multiple areas and that that one just dumbfounds me a little bit because yeah it makes no sense i saw some d4 lovers commenting uh throughout the live presentation be like Oh, this is so stupid. You have you already have D4 out. Now you're putting out something with such slow gameplay. Oh, you're gonna feel so weak. All this pretty uh <laughs> it's pretty act funny. One through anyway, four. Like I have I have no criticism to anyone that has their preference. I'm just surprised how like I my original when they said we're gonna keep Path of Exile one on, because of what I know I'm going to play, I was like, really? Like that seems like such a waste of time and resources and all this. And then the amount of people afterwards in our community and outside of our community that were like 
I'm so glad they're keeping Path of Exile one on. That just really surprised me. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a good and, thing and for them nothing to wrong say with it. When I'm PoE two so very far, surprised. you can't have for ninety nine percent of people never got to play PoE two. Haven't had a chance to play PoE two. Have no idea what it feels like to play PoE two. And in fact, nobody but them knows how PoE two is potentially going to play in the end game. So. You know, if they all of a sudden said we're going to be, you know, PoE 2 is coming out and PoE 1 is going to be gone and then they showed the gameplay that they showed, <laughs> people would probably, it probably wouldn't go very well for them. So whether they plan to actually maintain PoE 1 like super long term, I guess we'll see. But yeah, I guess that'll be a game time decision as things go by. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing that I'm actually, and this just clicked the other day, and I guess I'm kind of embarrassed to say that it clicked so late, but nonetheless, I am very excited to start Path of Exile fresh. Like sure. I, I, I think like from a community perspective, like I hope they don't tell us any of the vendor recipes. I'd be shocked. Like if that's they what did. I'm excited There's about. No way they will. I, I, I just really, I don't want them to tell us anything about those kind of things. Like, imagine as a community, like you did this at the beginning, and I'm not like envious but i really like it would have been so cool to be a part of that where now everybody gets to do what you did back in the beta days where it's like there's a community that's figuring like things out together. like the wiki doesn't have anything except for maybe like the basics of mechanics but how, how are you going to get chromatics from a vendor recipe we don't know and as a community we find out all of a sudden it's on reddit and it's like the most upvoted thing of the week because somebody found out how to get chromatics or fusings or not i guess they won't have and fusings or jewelers and but, stuff yeah it's very fun but just i i really hope ggg doesn't post those little things and that the community finds them out together it would be so cool to be a part of that experience i think it's so even much if i only now. play like because stuff yes, gets data course. mined and people look into files and I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I would rather it be a, a an experience a and yeah, you discover yes. it. Yep. Hmm. Uh, there was a part in the, I think it was the audio videos that we were watching. I think it was with Kane. Kane. Mm -hmm. He was watching around, it was looking at some of like the background noise and music and stuff. And I saw a level where there was justice like the statue of justice that you know the the character that azara wears the green character when they're fighting and they're basically the the same statue that you click on for entering trials and stuff like that so anyway so i saw justice and i'm like as a statue in one of the areas and the area was called azaro's prison, prison i think yeah and it caught me thinking because they also said Jonathan's or Mark and Jonathan said that you will not be ascending via trials or labs, mm -hmm. but that doesn't say they're out of the game. It just says you're not using them to ascend. And the fact that Izaro has a prison and it's only 20 years later, lore wise, I, I, I hate labs. I hate trials. I love the Izaro fights. I think you I think messaged me about this earlier this week and I said, maybe they'll make him like somebody you kill because it. I think Jonathan said you'll you'll you're ascending in act two, three and four. So maybe somehow you're fighting him. Although, how do you keep fighting? Maybe it's diff maybe Wait, it's different. Does that bosses. mean we only ascend three times? No, because the fourth one, if I had to guess, is the same as before, like um, maps. maps or something. I don't know. I don't actually know. Maybe you do only ascend three times. I'm not sure. But they did only say two, three and four were the ascending. There's got to be still something end game, right? Otherwise, it's kind of. Uh, kind of dumb. It's nice that it's that early. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's it's it, there. Like, if you look at it relative to ten acts, it's kind of pretty good. Like sure. two, three, and four is is six acts, so you're doing it in the the middle half of, of your thing. So, yeah. So anyway, I just thought it would be really cool if Azara was still in the game. You could still fight him for I whatever, agree. or Argus as well. I really like the fight. Obviously, some iterations of the fight are stupid, but um, if you were to just as a GGG employee, if you were Mark and you got to redo the boss. It would be there's really... very few of that fight though that is like stupid like some of their other bosses there's no immunity phase like all of the stuff interacts with each other and makes like that's one of the things that i think they nailed with the Zaro is that there's multiple versions of this guy you're going to fight he may have different weapons different moves and then the modifiers in each zone can change him too like it's just it is a well-designed fight there wasn't there's not too many stages besides tra traps in that last room uh but that felt uncomfortable yes. yeah definitely and but they also did a good job like if you were a lab runner it's really cool to build your own boss like that totally you know what i mean like that he was the first metamorph per se where you could impact how he would fight and what would be in the fight and how cool is that right i mean a lot of lab a lot of people they just want to do the lab and go home and that's it but it's for those that actually paid attention to it it, it feels really cool to actually be able to do that yourself now, whether they would implement that into Path of Exile 2 or not, I don't know. But imagine taking just, you know, whoever's creating the boss gets to take all their favorite elements of Azaro and then put Azaro in Azaro's prison. And maybe you have to get through Azaro's prison to get through to the other side. And so maybe you have to fight Azaro and Argus or something. Uh, so anyway, that's just what I thought. Uh, and all that was was in like Kane's video where he's showing background. Oh, you brought it up as soon as we were there. The justice statue. I'm like, <gasps> Mm -hmm. so i really hope azaro's still in there that would be wicked to have him and but pick the good stuff ggg like when who was it that was fighting i forget who was fighting i think it was crip he was fighting that boss in the he was like in caves but it was like red deserty caves and it was that boss that stomps the ground and then the ceiling falls yeah. down and then there's the like sunlight the that you can whatever. stay in to stay mm -hmm. safe so that boss explodes after a long duration after it dies. And that kind of stuff's disheartening because it's like you don't need that crap in this game. It's not a fun element at all. And especially when they originally added on death effects to slow players down. And now you have the game crazy slow. That's like act two or something. And it's like and and then especially after you add the fact that they're saying that they're making boss drops so much better like your best currency drops can come from them like all that kind of stuff you're excited for that final kill you finally do it you're looking at your gear that you've been so excited you just spent like five minutes on this boss boom i like bosses exploding after death because some of it's thematic but it shouldn't do damage or it should do so yes. like negligible yes. damage it's not going to kill you but it looks cool because, you know, this thing, the nothing. core of his heart just exploded or something like that's cool. Right. Don't make it one shot somebody when you've right. got loot on the ground. Not only just loot. In that particular instance, that boss also dropped one of these new things that give you like permanent stats. thingies. Right. And and am I supposed to just grab it and run or am I supposed <laughs> to like wait outside and be like, all right, you do your thing. I'll come get my stuff in it. Like it just, it's not it doesn't make sense. Right. And and then in that case, this is off topic now, but in that case. Um, Crip was like, did I get it? Did I not? I forget if it was Crip or Noogie. No, Noogie had someone with him, right? 
I don't remember, but yeah. that one particular so, case, somehow they just got the loot. It didn't make sense. It yeah. was in their inventory later. They right. They didn't have to go back. They were nervous. They didn't get the rewards because it wasn't on the ground anymore after it. they altered yeah. it. Right. And then it ended up they discovered later that it was actually in their inventory automatically, but still stupid. So anyway, yeah. the, the point is, though, that when I see that as a design and a boss, like that's not PoE one you know mods it's on a rare. You know. <laughs> they have that. And I'm, so then I'm all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you're not putting that stupid stuff in. So now when they put a Zaro in, I'm like, watch, they're going to put a Zaro in. I'm super excited. They're going to put all the crap that I hate. He's going to be loaded with the room of traps, traps and yeah. poison darts and stupid saws on the ground. Yeah. And that's going to be the fight. I mean, none of that would make sense thematically if he's in a prison. They're like, all right, Azaro, you got to chill in prison, but take your guardians with you. You can set up some traps if you'd like. Like, it doesn't make sense. He should be a beaten right. down guy that you're just trying to fight or something. <sighs> Who puts a guy well, in prison and is like, hey, here's your two-handed mace. Uh, you can keep your sword and shield and also your double swords. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Or maybe justice comes by and gives them to him. And now he has green weapons. Was justice... Like, I don't know lore stuff. Was it was is a choice that Justice joins Azaro or like, what's the no, story? She joins there? whoever's the Lord of the Labyrinth, I think. Oh, is it? Well, so he's the lair. Like, she serves the Labyrinth, I guess. Oh, but what happens if the Labyrinth's gone? And she's not. Well, I guess technically we're the Lord of the Labyrinth. Maybe it's just a two, two boss fight with him and Argus. I didn't even think about Argus. You just brought that up. And that's a great idea. Him and his pet. Well, it's like in Elden Ring, when they talk about the Elden Beast, I thought that was like. I thought it was like a big like king that you were fighting and then it's like pet wolf or pet lion or something the Elden Beast yeah and then you start fighting it and it's like that's what I thought it was the whole time so imagine my disappointment when it's some stupid starry fat dinosaur that all it does is fly to the other side of the arena and the whole time you're like no no running, just running, stay running. just stay <laughs> you finally get there and then it does some it's stupid does some beautiful swirl. spin yeah. and it goes to the other side you're like <gasps> so i hope ggg's not taking those aspects of elden ring boss fights to heart because some I of the remember... boss fights in elden ring were cool though when they transformed like that one jumping around lion looking thing when it transforms I, some of them were really cool that yes, one was kind of yeah like the a, blade huh? of malekith was amazing yeah. but like i don't want to run the whole time and dark souls 2 was really bad for this and i was disappointed they didn't learn from that they had so many dragon fights in dark souls 2 but there was so much of it jumping around and flying away I mean, you are and all that dragon what do you want it to do it's not tame yeah but there was so much of that added to so many other mechanics and so i saw for example in the now, this is 2019 example. I don't know if it's still there, but in Act 1, there was that boss that picks up a huge bell and like starts smashing it around. But as you continue to watch the demo, you are chasing that thing through like five different areas. It like runs away and you're like, all right, let's go to the next arena. And then you fight and you fight and then it's like, oh, OK, now let's go to the next arena. I really hope there's not a lot of that. Like, I just want to fight. Sometimes you know it's a I mean? cool for like, and again, this we're talking acts. So it kind of like tells the story or whatever. As long as it doesn't reset, that would be a problem for me. If it's like, <laughs> you die oh, right, like, right. Um, but yes, I agree with you. I don't want to do it every time. Or I, if I do have to do it every single so area, then make sure I get loot each time. I, uh, you know, maybe I break yeah. off loot off of his back or something. Something. Because I had to do the Elden Ring 
uh, the Elden Beast fight in Elden Ring quite a lot. Oh, yeah, it's and a the fight. only reason that I hated it was the amount of non-fighting I was doing. But the sounds and the retry music and retry. was beautiful. Uh, if it stayed at Radagon, amazing fight. That's a cool fight, yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, there's, it's all fighting. There's no chasing. It's just, it was great. Elden Beast was such a stupid end fight. So anyway, hopefully, because they referenced Elden Ring, and I, I think that's a, an amazing game to reference when it comes to your dodge rolls, when it comes to your boss fights. Like, great game to take notes from, for sure. Just take the good stuff. Nobody likes chasing. Unless I don't think anybody racing. in Elden Ring blows up after you kill them, no. boss-wise. Hint, hint. It is a terrible, so, terrible design in every game. The idea of death on or effect on death or whatever is cool if it's just visual. But I have zero interest in like it's the feeling every time that happens. If, I'll relate this back to another um, Elden Ring reference. Um, you know, when you fight, what's the girl that does the insane stuff with all the swords and flipping and she goes friggin bananas. She's got all leaves all over her. She's one of the end game bosses. Oh, millennia. Yeah. Uh, on death effect feels like when you finally sweatily put the controller down in the first phase and then she goes into a second phase and you're like no <laughs> i barely got here i had nothing right. left that's right. what on death is like it's not fair i just i did it i did it you're dead <laughs> yeah do i, I do love that phase fighting though like you get so excited you're like oh finally and you're like you've used all your flasks you're empty you finally did it and then you're like empty on flask and then they raise again as the uber version do you i love it it's hilarious because it's like because you know at that point you're so disheartened because you've tried like 10 times to finally beat the boss you did it and now you realize 10 is kind (laughs) but now you realize you should have done that first stage without using any flasks Mm -hmm. right because you need to save them all for the second section the the black flame of freed i think her name was is my favorite fight in every single from software game and she's from dark souls 3 one of the expansions in dark souls 3 she has three phases and every time you're like yeah oh yeah, oh, it just gets more and more epic and yeah, pretty awesome. The, the first time, because I played Elden Ring like as soon as it came out, so the first time I did Millennia and just got crushed when she went into a second form. Uh, I think over the next week or two, I was watching videos purposefully just to see people on their first attempts with Millennia because I wanted oh, to funny. watch the reaction of people when she transformed and it was beautiful to watch somebody else go through that <laughs> just through that hell that's oh, right just that like no no that's not what this cutscene's for come on there's gonna <laughs> be something else you know what though you know what else is actually really annoying and gg uh sorry and elden ring does do this and it drives me nuts is uh teleporting teleporting is not a fun skill to fight against because there's nothing to do against it it's like a random disappear and then appear elsewhere and you have to try and find them I and I was so the other night uh, last night I was playing my zombie character and I was doing a bunch of memories so I was doing Einhar memories and his are really cool because it combines some of the cool um, base types from uh, the garden what's the garden called harvest and turns them into red beasts and there's just some of them where it's, and I mean, I got one of those things where I was just getting soul eater on every single one and they're just do, 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 do. 
I just couldn't, I couldn't, it would take me like 10 minutes to finally whittle this down because they have 200% more life and they're constantly teleporting and teleporting and teleporting. And it's just, it's not fun. Like I like it when you're able to stay in combat and you're able to do something about the monster decisions. So far with everything that we've seen in El, um, nope, not Elden Ring, uh, in Path of Exile 2, with the exception of the exploding boss that we referenced already, uh, it looks like they've taken all the good things from some of the games that we've mentioned in the boss fights. And I hope it stays. The boss like that. fights looked great. They showed us like 12 different bosses and they all looked phenomenal. And so, I mean, I mean, our jaws dropped when that one guy came out of the lock. You know what I mean? And he had like all these octopus arms and he ended up having all these lightning laser beams. Mm hmm. It looked just awesome. so it looked cool great. yeah it does so and you have to remember it, too it, that in sorry in the axe in the axe alone is expected to be 100 bosses so we've seen less than 10 percent yeah of the game which is crazy that's just nuts and that's yeah and i mean sure some of them all of them are going to be map bosses but they're just going to be harder and better so mm -hmm. anyway uh, i mean i know we kind of went on a tangent of just bosses in general so not ggg anything but it was i'm I'm very encouraged by, except for the exploding boss, I'm very encouraged for everything we've seen in boss battles. I can't wait. And it really does seem like GGG's taken all the good things from the different bosses that they've appreciated in other games and have done their best to apply it to this game. So yeah, very excited. Now, one thing that was very difficult to watch, but in a good way, and this is this is my last note for this week, unless you have something else. Nope. But one thing that was difficult for me to watch, but in a good way, was when all of a sudden in the Path of Exile 3, sorry, in the third Path of Exile 2 trailer, they started listing the classes. Okay. Great. Just on the bottom of the screen, and they were showing a small five-second clip of each one. Uh, they started off with the witch, and then they go ranger, and then they go... You know, and I'm like, oh, oh, and then all of a sudden they start showing the other ones, and you're like, oh, I'm trying to remember, what are they all going to be? And so we ended up discovering, and I mean, there was, this was the assumption when they long announced this in 2019, but they were going to have multiple classes per attribute set or combination. So like they were going to have two classes for intelligence, two for strength, two for dex, and then two for each of the split attribute options. Uh, and then of course there was, sorry about that. Of, then of course there was the assumption that there would be two ascendants as well now we know that's not going to be a thing so we've gone from having 14 classes to 12 but they introduced the sorceress huntress warrior druid mercenary and monk i think this question is going to be pointless to you because i already sent this to you throughout the week but maybe hopefully you're too busy if you were to write down the six new classes who would you match them up with you sent me that this you sent me that. This yeah, week? Okay, so don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Just write them down. I'll write them. Okay. But you asked me seconds. that question this week. I'm not doing. I'm not looking at anything. But you sent me that question this week. I remember you sent me yeah. the picture that I saw here. Um, okay. But I don't think you liked my response. I didn't realize there was well, a question you didn't care. that went with you didn't it. Care. You were supposed sorry, to actually continue the conversation. Oh yeah. But it Sometimes ended up just being happen. one side. You wrote back and you're like, neat. <laughs> and I'm like, f you. I'm trying to be excited about this crap here. Now, I know you got to take off. You have it's a meeting to a get to. better than a thumbs up. Shut up. So. <laughs> no, go ahead. What's the question? I, so I'm going to list you these six classes. And okay. you're going to. And I understand that you don't have it organized in front of you. So I can't give you a hard time. But 
Where does the sorceress land? That's an easy one to me. Where's the sorceress land? Right. So yeah. to me, I agree. Sorceress and witch are going to be the two classes there. Mm -hmm. Huntress. Dex. Uh, I feel like it's almost full dex. Maybe slightly strength, but dex to dex strength. All right. I, that's what I have. I have uh, Huntress is with the ranger as the pure dex. Okay. Right. Uh, warrior. Strength. Yep. That's what I have as well. Couple that with the marauder. So now we have Druid, Mercenary, and Monk. So Druid to me should be Dexint. Um, what so was that's the with the Shadow. So okay. there was there was Druid. What was the next I have, one? I have that as well. Druid with the Shadow for Dexint. Now we have a Mercenary and a Monk. Oh, I'm going to say Monk is Strength Int and Mercenary is Strength Dex. You know what? That's exactly what I have as well. I have the mercenary with the duelist and the monk with the templar. And originally I thought I was going to have a difficult time with that. Hmm. But then they I'm do like, kind of make sense. Like the monk and the templar just thematically from what those two characters represent from whatever yeah, lore the perspective. healing and the attacking like it seems. Well, and, and more like religious-y, right? Right. Like templar and monk to me mm -hmm. from like just the religious standpoint. And then they already mentioned that the druid was going to be... Um, Int and hybrid, mm -hmm. and then to me, mercenary and duelist just makes sense. Kind of makes sense, yeah. So, and then warrior and marauder. What are you gonna? You're not gonna. It's not gonna be mercenary and marauder. Kevin. No, it's gotta be warrior. So, especially with how much they showed with the warrior. I mean, we, we got saw it a lot. <laughs> we, we yeah, saw we a did. Lot. Yeah, big axe slam. Big axe slam. So, yeah, we have witch sorceress, ranger huntress, marauder warrior, shadow druid. Duelist Mercenary, Templar Monk. We got it. Now I just Nailed can't down. wait. Now if they show us all 36 Ascendancies, that's going to be fun to put together. Just give us names. I know I want to see what all the nodes are. There's 36 are, but just Ascendancies in the new game, just in PoE 2. There's 36 total well, Yeah, because now, it's, now there's 12 classes times 3. Each one's going to have 3. Wait, that is was Templar, asked and is answered. The, so is the Templar also in PoE 2? Yes. And Marauder is also in PoE 2? Yes. Oh, wow. So that's when we were talking there uh, last week. I think there was a miscommunication with what the expectation was there. Because, yeah, there is going to be a Witch and Sorceress in PoE 2. And, and a Ranger will the Witch and have the same ascendancies as what they had in PoE 1? Or See, they... that's what we don't know. Hmm. So uh, they have yet to do any of that. But the Sorceress will not be in PoE 1. Okay, the thing is, I feel like the ascendancies almost have to change then if that's the case, because yes. if the witch comes out with elementalist when you have a sorceress, it makes no sense at all. So there's got to yeah. be something that's changing. Oh, that's cool. Wow, yeah, it is. Jesus, that's a lot. It is. So I'm really excited to just get the names. Like, obviously, I want to see the actual trees. Or just but... the first three letters of the name. <laughs> just the first line of each letter of each class no so i'm excited to see what the 36 names of the ascendancies are because i want to guess which ones they're going to be in because as a minion player i'm thinking okay the witch is going to have like some undead minion stuff that'll be there but you know what the druids gotta have some some minion stuff too and i'll bet you the templar and monk are going to have ally based perks Hope maybe the Huntress could have some stuff too. She right? summons a tiger. I'll in. Yeah, anyway, it'll be fun. I'm fun excited. little game, Just. Thanks for playing. And it gives us more stuff to talk about for the next year at least. So we're going to make <laughs> it to 300. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, fun. I'm excited for it. It's going to be... Next week will be fun then because we'll get to see the uh, 
was it called trial of the trial of the trial of the ancestors ancestors that's what it is yeah so we'll be talking about that with bk next week that'll be fun but yeah so it's good it's been good it's been good let's wrap this up eh it's been good thanks for hanging out with us for our our hot tub episode it was uh we're getting a little pruney so you know we gotta wrap this up <laughs> uh, uh episode 200 forever exiled i'm justin ak tags and i'm tyler wrecker of days Thank you, everybody, again for uh, just, you know, hanging out with us, getting us to 200. That's very, very cool. Patrons, we will see you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you next week with Brittle Knee in episode 201. If you're looking for more information, you'll find it down below. we got a website, foreverexiled.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexiled82. We have a very fun Discord you should be a part of if you're not. And uh, Patreon, otherwise, support the podcast down below. Don't forget to hit that five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because, uh, you know, it's like a butt slap for us. And we like a, a good butt slap, a nice one. Like after you like yeah. caught a ball and everybody's impressed like, on your team. They're like, wow, way to go, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> Screw high fives. Give me that butt. Mm. <laughs> Give me that butt. Give me that butt. Uh, anyway, hey, thanks, just, everybody. Hey, just butt. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm presenting. Oh, I see that. <laughs> All right. See you next week. You know, though, 200 isn't a rep digit. Nah, 222. It's going to be big. Just you wait. <laughs> Big hot tub. Big, big hot tub.